By the time you see this, TikTok might be gone talk. Get out. <laughs> I'm a dad, baby. Yeah, I'm a dad. You're a dad. We're all dads. Hello, dads. Today is about TikTok, but it's about so much more than that. Apparently, the government's trying to ban TikTok. Um, we're not really sure how that works or why they want to do it, but we're going to give you the official narrative, like what you could go read on NPR. Um, and then we're going to talk about why that is complete BS, <laughs> why the story, like the official line, doesn't really even make any sense, which is kind of the TikTok, the left talk version, if you will. Um, and then we'll talk about what we think is really going on. Like, clearly the official narrative doesn't make any sense. Um, but there's always a real reason probably has something to do with money. I don't know. A lot of times it has to do with money. Like almost always it has to do with money. So we'll talk about that. And then we will wrap up the episode, uh, with famed technology guru, Jaron Lanier's suggestion on how to safely use social media. Hint, if you know who Jaron Lanier is, you already know the answer. Spoiler alert, there is no safe Spoilers. way to use social media. <laughs> and we're gonna actually ask you to do a lot of commenting today, so pay attention. We wanna get a conversation going, because Paul and I never claim to know everything. We're just here trying to figure it out, trying to do the right thing when things are hard, and it shouldn't be this hard. Sorry, I got I got away from myself there. <laughs> Tell them the things, Paul. Before we get into it though, if you like this video, if you like our content, don't forget to like this video, share this video, subscribe to our channel, and don't forget to hit that bell, console, bell icon so you don't miss a single video. And you definitely do not want to miss the thumbnails. So here's what the news is saying uh, about TikTok. Apparently, uh, hmm. from what I've seen, it is funny because obviously you knew about this way before I did because it's probably all over TikTok. Has but, been for a while. So, but but right after you started asking, like mentioning it to me, I noticed it popped up. It was like the lead story on NPR.com. I was like, oh, there must be mm -hmm. something to this. Remember a year or two ago, you know, it was still 2020, <laughs> which has been going on forever. <laughs> a but, year or uh, two ago. The Trump administration was talking about banning TikTok because China... I can't do a Trump impression, but yeah, it's China. China owns TikTok. Everybody knows China owns TikTok, right? And Trump wanted to ban it um, because he said it was a security risk. And at mm -hmm. that time, it was easy to just go, oh, that's just Trump. He hates China. Anything Chinese, he hates it. So he just wants to ban it. Mm -hmm. For that reason, I don't know, it was part of the bigger trade war. I didn't even really pay much attention to why he wanted to ban it. And if we have any Trump uh, fans that watch you know i know what you're saying you're like of course because it was trump and trump could do no wrong and you just hate trump and i'm like well that is all true but now uh the biden administration <laughs> well, well that is true I, I, that is true um uh, the the biden administration now is uh now talking about banning it and congress is involved and mm -hmm. they are saying that it's because of protecting the private data of U.S. citizens. And so they're saying either sell TikTok 
to an American company or have the data be, and they, they call this like Operation Texas or something like that, because yeah. the company Oracle, which owns the database technology, mm-hmm. they're like, well, maybe we it, it's in Texas. So they're saying, well, maybe the data can sit in Texas where we can keep an eye on it. And um, either do that. That's where I want to be. <laughs> either sell yeah. us, sell TikTok to a U.S. company, firewall off the data in Texas, or we're going to ban TikTok. And this is the Biden administration. Mm-hmm. And um, and again, the reason they're given, they're giving us is to protect private data of U.S. citizens. Right? Do I have that right? Do I have just the gist of the story correct? The the mainstream what they're, saying, what they're telling yes. us, right? Yeah. Is there anything I'm leaving out? That's what they're selling you. And so I'm not leaving anything out. Nope. Okay. So, Paul, you must have been really frustrated with me because every time you would send that to me and say, uh, you would you would say two things. You would go, Biden wants to ban TikTok now, and if he does that. You know, TikTok is going to come after him and he'll he will have shot himself in the foot. There's no way he's going to win in 2024. And so uh, I finally figured out the answer. So I would ask two questions. I would be like, why do they want to ban TikTok? Why would Biden want to ban TikTok? And the answer is like data, (laughs) you know, and then the second question I would have, well, if he bans TikTok, how's TikTok going to come after him? But I figured that one out. All the TikTokers would just move (laughs) over to Reels. Or YouTube Shorts, because oh, Reels they're, is they're a, trying to. So much of it is all controlled by, uh, like Zuckerberg and uh, Musk. That that's not where they're going to go. So Reels is controlled by Meta. It's owned mm-hmm. by Meta, and it's it's the mm-hmm. short video format on Instagram and Facebook. Um, YouTube Shorts is owned by uh, YouTube, obviously, which is an I Alphabet think, company. Google. Which is, doesn't Google own YouTube? Yeah, it's it's the parent company is called Alphabet, mm-hmm. and Alphabet owns Google, owns YouTube, and half of the rest of the, a third of the rest of everything. The other <laughs> third is you know split between Zuckerberg and Bezos, and mm-hmm. and then um, so Twitter. Obviously, you can post a video to Twitter, but I don't know if they have a. You mentioned Musk, that's why I bring up Twitter. I don't know if they have a short yeah. video, like native short video thing in Twitter. Maybe they do. Right. Comment below. Let us know if they do. Um, yeah. So you said you said that the TikTokers would not go to one of those platforms. No, they're not. They're not going to go to anything related to these guys. So I'm not. I'm not going to ask why because I think mm-hmm. I think the why is you're thinking on just moral grounds, right? <laughs> But I yeah, think that would be moral and financial. Yeah. If they want, like what, what other, I mean, where else could they go though? Well, that's, that's the thing right now, as I, as I've noted, as I've seen it, there, there is nothing like it. Right. Yeah. They'll begrudgingly go back to Instagram okay. or, you know, or what, what, what's the other one? Uh, Reels. Reels is Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. So that was my big question. I was like, how in the hell is TikTok? Like, let's say, let's say he bans TikTok tomorrow. Yeah. How in the hell does that hurt him? 
Well, the TikTokers are going to come after him. Well, he just took their platform away. How are they going to come after him? It's like, I took your guns. It's like, well, it's kind of like how come nobody after me. Knew. What are you going to use? Toothpicks and, you know, sticks and, and slings and arrows? You know, no, I, I don't have the answer to that. But what mm -hmm. I have is an example of, of what what could be. Or, or precedent mm -hmm. of something to come is. Last time we talked about how the the protesters were were well prepared well in advance through communicating with each other and organizing that mm -hmm. way when they were up against the opposition of the of law enforcement they could beat them at every turn yeah nobody knew that nobody knew this was going to happen except for the uh the the protesters who all basically communicated through tiktok okay so but nobody knew that that's what they were doing with tiktok so whatever the next thing is is out there it's we just don't know about it yet yeah so that which is what, when, which is what i was when trying the time to say comes well what i'm saying is when the time comes if there if there is a ban the whole the whole going after the guy meaning they they've already got plans in motion by now but as far as what they're going to end up on i don't know okay so um wherever they go you're, you know, whether it's mm -hmm. Reels or YouTube, Reels and YouTube is what, you know, currently exists. There was a whole thing on tick yeah. on Twitter when it looked like Elon Musk was about to tank Twitter, where everybody mm -hmm. was saying, okay, if Twitter fails, we're all going here. And there was like 85 different ones. So mm -hmm. there was no agreement on where to go next. <laughs> and, yeah. and so if Twitter had failed, it would have been a good, you know, year before everybody figured out what's the next one going to be. So that's yeah. why going to Reels or YouTube would be the smart thing to do because they already exist and they could yeah. just pop over there and not miss a beat, right? Oh, it probably will be one of those two. And they, a lot of the people that I follow are on those platforms as well. But um, at some point down the line, it will be a whole different, there'll be a whole different entity that they'll be working off of. So whatever my, my BSO meter goes off, here's, here's here's what it looks like in my head in my head i'm like i must not understand what's going on like i just don't understand what they're trying to say because what they're saying doesn't make any mm -hmm. sense to me like and that's where my my bso meter has been going off all over the place on this tiktok thing because for two reasons one is when you get an administration like trump who is just over here and then the then you get a biden administration which despite him not being as far left as we would like him to be is portraying himself as being the polar opposite of a Trump, right? Yeah, yeah. When you when they both, when those two vastly different administrations want the same thing, and that is ban mm -hmm. TikTok, I go, what? And then they're saying it's because of user data? I'm like, what data? There's no data yeah. on TikTok. I mean, yeah, when you post a video, that's data. Like if you're posting a video, your words, are our data right and sure. the other thing that's data is what videos you choose to watch or if you comment yeah. can you comment you can comment right on tiktok can you comment yeah on TikTok? okay see uh, you just you just nailed it right there it's what video the data is what videos you watch okay that's that's what the, that's what everyone's worried about so they're but worried not about because it's not not because it's national security there, so, okay, 
I, I think I'm tracking with you. I'm tracking with you here. So yeah. the private data that the U.S. is claiming to want to protect is Paul's preference for watching videos of girls with emo makeup spouting leftist things. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm not saying fair. that's the kind of videos you watch, but I mean, I'm guessing that that could be. <laughs> and that's a national security issue. How exactly? Like China now knows that a lot of people like watching those girls doing those little dances. No, see, there it, it's <laughs> it's projection. They're worried that China is gathering data that I'm watching emo leftist girl, when in fact. It's the our own government that's worried that I'm watching leftist girl and I'm learning leftist things. I can't fathom the national security issue for two reasons. One is all of that data that we just, we just talked about reels and YouTube shorts. All that data exists mm -hmm. there, right? Mm -hmm. And, oh yeah, but it's owned by Americans. And I'm like, and we've shown that Americans... <laughs> don't care about Americans' data, right? Mm -hmm. So Mark Zuckerberg isn't like, just because he was born in this country and pays taxes to the U.S. government, somehow he's loyal to the safety and best interests of the U.S. populace. How's he anymore? In other words, even if you suppose that this data is important somehow to national security, how is it any safer in Mark Zuckerberg's hands or the alphabet it isn't. corporation that it owns isn't. YouTube. It's all, it's all a lie. Right. How is it any safer yeah. with these guys than it is with China? What's China going to do no. with it? And it, by the it's, way, it's, if you're like, well, because China's bad and they, they're a bad actor and they want to hurt us, it's like they can get the data. They could get the data from Instagram and Facebook yeah. and YouTube. It's They got hackers over there. Mm -hmm. They got probably pretty good hackers, right? They're at least as good as our hackers. Yeah, I would assume they can so. get this data. Yeah, if they it's not better. Hell, they wouldn't have to hack them. They got money. You can buy this information. Yeah. <laughs> They've shown yeah. that they'll they're happy to sell it. But what's really go? What's really we okay? So we've established here's here's the narrative in the news, which is probably the narrative the government wants us to have. Certainly mm -hmm. the corporate media, the the narrative the corporate media wants us to have. We've established why that's bullshit. I think we've got several good reasons why that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> there is no <laughs> national security risk with China owning the data versus somebody in the U.S. owning the data. So yeah. the national security argument can't be right. So the popular narrative can't be right. What's really going on? <laughs> What's really going on is... Uh, Meta just laid off like 70,000 employees. Meta is hemorrhaging money. Meta tried to buy TikTok. TikTok said no. What Meta basically did then was hired this firm to basically start a smear campaign, spreading all this BS to all the you know lawmakers and politicians and whatnot to get them to have a negative opinion about what TikTok really is starting things like the uh, well, TikTok is harmful because it's uh, this, like um, the the slap a teacher campaign, which never challenged, which never happened. You know, 
all this negative negativity they put towards it to get these politicians, both on both Democrats and Republicans, to sign on to the idea of a ban. That's what's going on. Zuckerberg's mad because he or Zuckerberg is mad because he's not getting the money he thought he was going to get. That's so, what it all boils down to. So this is about um, getting rid of a competitor. This is about dis- decimating a, a competitor. Yes. Yeah. Which makes way more sense to me than any of that other stuff. <laughs> and that that's I can the believe. Power of TikTok, dude. <laughs> because what 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 people don't understand is. If you're not a TikTok user, for instance, first of all, everyone's everyone's perception of TikTok is it's just a it's a dance app where you can watch girls shake their ass. Well, guess what? There's an algorithm, and that algorithm is fan friggin' tastic. You get what you want on that channel. If you want to watch girls shake their ass, it's all over the place. Whatever you want, you want cooking, it doesn't matter. Within two or three swipes, you're where you want to be. But when you get on the side where you start getting people who are um, calling out bullshit and showing receipts of how to find this bullshit, it makes them mad that their lie, their their, their snow job doesn't work because we see right through it time and time and time again. So that's why the, 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 the lawmakers that signed on to this idea bought it hook, line, and sinker. So it was it was easy to sway them, and unfortunately, it's it's a bipartisan thing right now. And they've got, but they've got good people on both sides, you know, joining in on this thing. Yeah, uh, you know, Facebook tries to buy TikTok. TikTok says no. Facebook, the Facebook uh, is part of the oligarchy, so the oligarchy says, yeah. "Hey, uh, we try. Can you help us buy TikTok?" Facebook now, I believe. Uh, and I can say Facebook, I really mean Meta, because they own Instagram yeah, but and it's like Xerox. Facebook and uh, Reels. So they d- mm-hmm. they really invested a lot in their Reels product. Um, they they were banking on virtual reality, but they pretty much shut that down. The Metaverse is like, it was a joke from the beginning, and it's pretty much been shut down. Yep. They spent billions of dollars. <clears throat> they basically... You know, just it's like just shoving cash down a toilet, right? They just yep. flushed billions of dollars on this metaverse thing that turned out to mm-hmm. be nothing. Um, mm-hmm. So now they're they they invested heavily in their reels platform. And I heard I heard a guy explain the difference between, say, a TikTok and a Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. They're both they both grew wildly fast. Mm-hmm. They both grew wildly fast because of a, a network effect. Like it's only great when your friends are also using it. It's why I get at least three TikToks a day from you. It's like <laughs> this would be way better of a of a of a platform if my friends were all using it too. And when that happens, that's when it that's when things really start to spread. The difference is with with uh, Facebook's algorithm and the reason Facebook like worked better than any other platform uh, in terms of spreading and, and connecting is it had this social component yeah. to the algorithm. So it's mm-hmm. not just a an algorithm by itself calculating what it thinks you would like. It's an algorithm calculating what it thinks you would like, but also using what your friends like or what mm-hmm. you have interacted with 
in your friend group. And when mm-hmm. it adds that component to it, it's just wildly successful. Yeah. What TikTok did is they said, no, we think we could figure out what you're going to want to watch without including mm-hmm. that social component. We don't need to know what your yeah. friends are watching or what you clicked on or what your friends clicked on and all that stuff. We just need you to watch a few videos and based on how long you watch it and whether you watch another one from that same user or whatever, we're going to be able to figure out what you'll like. And it's amazingly fast and good at zero, but it takes that whole social component out. But the social component being out of the equation is not actually works to its favor because I I used to, I, I joked with you in the past that, uh, the only problem I had with TikTok is most of the people that I know on Facebook aren't on it, but then the people on Facebook are the problem with Facebook. So yeah, you can, and you can do a more social interaction thing on TikTok in comment sections. And uh, then a lot of people will link up behind it. So there is a social component to it. You just got to put a lot more effort into it. Today's show brought to you by TikTok. <laughs> not, not a sponsor, <laughs> but, you know, depending on how things go in the next couple of weeks, we're willing to negotiate. <laughs> so by removing the social piece of the algorithm, which is what mm-hmm. um, Facebook did with Reels, to compete with TikTok, they basically put themselves on a level ground. And some experts think this was a huge mistake because now you're just talking about who can write the better algorithm. Um, Mm -hmm. as opposed to Facebook had a competitive advantage over all the other platforms by having this social piece to it. Mm -hmm. By doing that, uh, they now they can't outcompete TikTok. So now they have to bring in their, they, their government relations team, any good, you can't make hundreds of billion dollars in the United States or anywhere, I would argue, without employing the government to compel action on your behalf. You just can't do it. So by default, anybody who makes hundreds of billions of dollars or who has hundreds of billions of dollars, by default, they have to have the government helping them. I don't care if it's Bezos, Zuckerberg, Elon Musk. I don't care who it is, right? And that's the definition of oligarchy. And if you doubt what I'm saying, just go back to remember when the Ukraine war started, when when Russia invaded Ukraine, everybody was talking about oligarchs and their big ships and their yachts and all this stuff. And we're like, what's yeah. what's an oligarch? Like for, for a minute, you know, if you don't pay attention to this stuff, you probably were like, what's an oligarch? You go to Wikipedia, you look up what's an oligarch. An oligarch is somebody who is wildly wealthy because the government depends on them and they depend on the government. So they're basically running like, like we think our elected officials are running things. It's these wildly wealthy corporations that are really running things. Our representatives are just the bought and sold instruments that they use to do it. Yeah. That having been said, (laughs) I know what you're thinking, dear, dear listener, dear viewer, grown ass dads. I know what you're thinking, gads. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> as a dad and as a human being living on this planet, you're probably like, well, what am I, what am I supposed to do about all this? Great. And we always try to get to that in the show. It's like, what am I supposed yeah. to do? 
how do you protect yourself from the undue influence of social media? Because I don't care if it's TikTok or Reels or Facebook or YouTube. I don't care which one it is. They all have mm-hmm. their problems, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not telling you this is my advice, but I will give you the advice of someone who has thought about this much longer, much harder than I have. And he's like one of the most intelligent, uh, respected people in this sort of technology space. And it's the, it's the smartest person you've never heard of. (laughs) And his, his name is Jaron Lanier. So that's J-A-R-O-N-L-A-N-I-E-R. I'll put a link in the show notes to his website. Okay. And when I first heard about this guy, I was like, who is this guy? His, you know, his picture alone is, is worth a thousand words. Hang on. Here's, he's 61 years old. Here's his picture. Hmm. What band uh, is he in? Exactly, right? <laughs> Wasn't he in Soundgarden? <laughs> yeah. He, I think he does create music. Um, I mean, I his, I'm willing to bet he does. Among his many things, uh, music is one of the, like experimental jazz or something like that. Hmm. But he is... Hugely influential in the technology space. I think he pioneered a lot of virtual reality stuff. Speaking of virtual reality, mm-hmm. um, I believe he worked for Microsoft at one point. Maybe mm-hmm. he still does. But his really well-known work is a book called 10 Arguments for Deleting Your Social Media Accounts Right Now. 15 years ago, 20 years ago, whenever it was, dude deleted all of his accounts. He has zero mm-hmm. social media accounts. Yet everybody like like everybody knows who he is, <laughs> but mm-hmm. he has he's not on anything, right? So I just thought we'd read through his ten arguments because they're short. Okay. We're not okay. gonna read the we're not gonna read the book, but I thought this would be useful just from the standpoint of obviously we're on social media, mm-hmm. uh, we're not we're not even close to deleting our social media account. Maybe we will after we get through these arguments. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it this way. I don't have any current plans of deleting my social media accounts, uh, but some of this might resonate and some of this might be useful uh, Mm -hmm. as you're trying to parent kids who are, who live on social media and as a human being on this planet who probably lives at least part of your life on social media. Argument one, you're losing your free will. And this is the algorithm talking, right? I think, Mm -hmm. I think his basic argument there is, we think we're deciding what products and services we want. We think we're deciding what we want to talk about on our podcast. We're being, you know, how much of that is our free will versus uh, social media just told us that's what's important right now, right? Mm-hmm. Argument two, quitting social media is the most finely targeted way to resist the insanity of our times. So, I, yeah, <laughs> Like kind of hard you, to argue with that. It's hard to argue with that. Like the most finely targeted that that's an interesting one. I got to read this book now so I can. Yeah. Cause what that means to me is it's kind of like, you can try to say, well, I'm just not going to read about these things that give me anxiety or whatever. But if you're on social media, there's no way you're going to eliminate a lot of the insanity of our times. Right. Argument three, no. social media is making you into an asshole. I, that's at least partially making true. you into or <laughs> amplifying. 
Good question. Uh, argument four, social media is undermining truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've seen that firsthand. Yeah. Uh, this, and by the way, this, this book was written. Uh, I'm looking for the, when it was written. I can't find it. It was, it's at least five years ago now, though. At least. Mm -hmm. um, so the, it's not like, you know, he's responding to 2020 or anything like that. You know, this, sure. this is, <laughs> this guy was like saying this before it was cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> argument five, social media is making you, it's, no, social media is making what you say meaningless. I guess that kind of goes with four. Argument six, social media is destroying your capacity for empathy. Argument seven, social media is making you unhappy. That tracks. Mm. Argument eight, social media doesn't want you to have economic dignity. That's an interesting one. That's probably a whole episode on how these major corporations concentrate wealth um, and remove economic agency from like, like just the vast middle class just goes away. Um, and he, I actually saw a video. If you'd like to hear Steve talk about that, let us know in the comments. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We'll do a whole I, I honestly would. I think it would be an interesting episode for sure. He did a video on, on some ideas that are out there on how to combat that. Um, mm -hmm. So that might be a good video to even react to. Like, like here's this Jared Lanier's idea for how to, you know, like we've talked about the AI and how AI is basically inventing a way to steal people's work um, yeah. so that you don't need to pay uh, somebody to write or, or do art. Um, but he's got ideas for how you could still have people be paid for their work, but have it be as accessible as AI is making it, you know? So that'd be interesting. Hmm. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, let's uh, comment below if you'd like to hear more about that one, and we'll we'll do a little research and get back to you. Argument nine: Social media is making politics impossible. Well, that's true. I mean, and he didn't even know. He probably didn't even know who Marjorie Taylor <laughs> Greene or Lauren Boebert was, right? How can you have a a conversation? Oh, what a world! How can you have a conversation with somebody about how do we move this? society forward even if they have different ideas like i'm not even talking about oh the left's always right and if the left could be in charge you know everything would be better i'm not even talking about that i'm talking about having mm -hmm. a conversation with somebody about you got your way of looking at things i got my way of looking at things of course i'm going to represent my way of looking at things because i believe mine's right but i get that you believe yours is right and i can't just run roughshod over you right we got to talk and have a conversation work this stuff out how do you do that when their only goal, whether it's Marjorie Taylor Greene or, or Lauren Boebert or whoever, feel free to put in the comments who, if you're like, yeah, but why aren't you talking about the ones on the left? You can talk about the ones on the left in the comments. Uh, sure. But it, whoever it is, if their main goal is to get a snippet that they can post on social media, whether they're going to post it on TikTok or Reels or yeah. as, as a twit tweet, it's a tweet, a twit tweet. How do you have that conversation? Because all you're doing is trying to get a soundbite. You're not trying to have a conversation. And social media does that. Yeah. Television did it first. Now social media is doing it in spades. I, don't, I have no idea what to think about this one. Argument 10. Social media hates your soul. 
I don't even I know where. I think that's to... just his parting shot. <laughs> it must be because I have no idea where to yeah. start with that one. So I think the the message here is um, tread lightly, beware. Um, don't believe everything that you re- breathe. <laughs> you get a parking violation and a maggot <laughs> up your sleeve. Um, it can't all be hopeless bullshit. So there are ways around this. Those ten mm-hmm. argue, you know, his he's on the extreme. He's like, well, delete everything, right? Yeah. And I think we've had plenty of conversations about, well, I can't really delete everything because that cuts me off completely yeah. from the world. How do I keep track of what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe there's answers there. Again, nice conversation in the comments uh, on social media, <laughs> on the social media app yeah. called YouTube. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'd we're, love to have that conversation. We're aware of the irony. So we know, so what do we know? Uh, we know mm. that it can be a force for bad, but it can also be a force for good. Yeah. Um, so do your best out there, folks. If you can't do your best, do Jared Lanier's best, Jared Lanier's best, and just delete everything. <laughs> nice knowing you. But what do we know? <laughs> We're just a couple of dads. We're better off dad. Just trying to do the right thing when things are hard, but it shouldn't be this hard. This fucking gnat, my God. It's easy to understand why Vikings thought that Loki would turn into a fly to antagonize them. <laughs> ha, bitch. <laughs> I, didn't, I had to hold this side so I don't knock it off the stand. <laughs>